Okay, it's episode 126 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. How you doing? It's Sunday afternoon. Afternoon. <laughs> uh, I'm just chilling. I've got enough to talk about on this podcast uh, this week. So I haven't done anything. I haven't done a thing. Nothing to talk about. It's been a plain sailing week. Just been that simple. Um... Oh, the, oh, look at that house prices. Itself, you buy the house? No, I'm not buying the house yet, people. It's not yet. It's not that time. I say it's not that time. I don't have the money. That always, you know, defies what time it is when it comes to buying something expensive. When you've actually got the money to do it. And I don't. I don't. I don't. Fuck. Oh, dear. Really tired. This is a lazy podcast. And um, just going to get it out. Get it away. Um, anything on anything happened this week? Have I done a thing? I watched Oprah Winfrey thing about when they see us. If you haven't seen that, go watch that. Uh, did I gig this week? Feel like I did. Um, yeah, Tuesday I was in Hammersmith. Didn't even know I was part of the Shepherd's Bush Festival, the comedy festival. Did nice performing in it, but I was there. Performed well, alright. Just look and say. Oh, that is it, really. For comedy this week. I did gig yesterday. So my friend's barbecue yesterday. Day for that. Chilled out at home. Oh, and uh, yeah, that's it. That is it. Um, what got planned this weekend? Well, I've got a gig today, on Sunday, gig twice tonight, on Monday, on Tuesday, recorded, selfie. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's inspiring, this podcast. I've got nothing else to tell you, people. Nothing else to tell you. Literally done nothing. Ah, no. Uh, oh, that's one thing that I did. Work, we launched a restaurant. Uh, went to a launch of a restaurant. and um, well, Actually, it wasn't a launch. We did some cool stuff at the restaurant. We did some tasks. I did oyster shucking this week. Never done oyster shucking. It's, uh, it's just how you open an oyster. It's called shucking. Did that for the first time. Did that before I actually ever had an oyster. Uh, I had my first oyster. No, that's a lie. I had the oyster five minutes before I opened one myself. And uh, what do I think of oysters? A bit underwhelming, really. I thought I was going to either hate them or love them. And I was just like, nah, leave it. They just taste like salt water. That's it. You've got to eat them what you got to open them while they're alive. It seems a bit nuts. Um, I still haven't Googled what oyster looks like when it's just swimming in the water. It just looks like a rock. And you open it up, there's the muscle inside. Just like a muscle. And then you just rip that off the shell, probably killing it. And <laughs> you just pour it down your throat. And uh, yeah, it was all right. They did a vermouth masterclass. That was fun. You know when someone gives you a little drink to taste. You don't have to drink the whole thing. Just taste it. Just you get the aromas and the flavours, the bitters. And you just drink the whole thing. 
and you do that five times, so you, you end up getting a little bit waved. End up chatting shit about my food. A lot of people know I don't really eat red meat. Now, if there's no actual reason for it, just cut it out of my diet. Uh, and then, you know, you have to backsplain something, um, or, you know, it's actual name, what's it, a post hoc rationalization, where you do something, you behave in a certain way, and then you just, uh, you, you had a reasoning for it. So someone asked you, why, why don't you eat red meat, Darren? And I said, I don't eat any animal that I couldn't beat up in a fight. And, uh, then we started listing animals. And to be fair, what I said is technically true. Um, I don't eat red meat, so that's what cows, sheep, goats. I mean I can rank these things in orders all that fit. I could beat them up in. Probably put goat at the top of least able to beat up. It's fair a goat just wants to fight. But um Yeah, can't could be a goat. Um I don't eat pork. Not sure if I could beat up a pig. Chicken, yes, all day. I'd fuck a chicken up. Uh, turkey, yeah, any kind of poultry I could beat up. Fish, that's the question. Darren, could you beat up seafood? And I said, yes. The rule is, if I could beat up that animal um, in the setting that I'm going to eat it. So yeah, fish out of water, kill it all day. Can I kill a fish in water? No, of course I couldn't. Well, if a fish was out of water, yeah, I'd kill it. So that's, I eat seafood. So that's what I said about the things I didn't eat. Uh, ate. And then when we sat down at the table, they brought out the food. There was potatoes, there was vegetables. They dropped down this steak. Uh, they dropped down this fish. And I was like, wow, that steak looks delicious. So I, tr- I had some. I had some steak. Beef. Then someone looked down at the table and go, oh, Darren, so do you now think you could beat up a cow? I was like, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. I'm not sure how. I don't know what my plan of attack would be to beat up a cow, but I'll, I'll give it a go. Give it a go. Um, yeah, that's it, man. That's all I've done this week. It's been a chilled, chilled out a week, really. Um... It's been on the beers. Feels like we've been on the beers all week. That was Wednesday. Had beers at work on Thursday. There's a pizza and Prosecco. Somehow, someone at work managed to spend uh, £160 on pizza. £160 on pizza. How many pizzas did you have there, Darren? You must have had about 20 extra large pizzas there. No, we had six. Papa John's, I haven't looked at the prices of Papa John's pizza, but that is ludicrous that the price of pizza can be so high. It's, um, uh, yeah, I can't believe it. I'm actually going to Google Papa John's. Let's have a look. Papa. Papa. Papa? Where is your menu? My nose is so blocked. Oh. Hey, fever. Let's kick my ass. Uh, right, let's put my postcode. Deliver. Is it so you don't deliver in your area? Well, I knew better. Oh, get any small pizza and a small drink. Yeah. Well, I don't actually want a pizza. <laughs> right, so. 
Nice. He's got all these meal deals. Out. He's got this party bundle for 50 quid. Look at Jesus Christ. Why don't you just do this? Party bundle, 50 quid. Any four large pizzas. So you put 100, and that's uh, four portions of wedges and two desserts. Do that times three. You've got 12 large pizzas there. I'll tell you what. Just got to get the stuff sometimes. Oh, actually, this might be a special offer just in my area, though, right? Anyway, this is dreadful podcasting. Let's not do this. Let's not have me reading Papa John's menu on the podcast. Um, trying to think what else is going on. Boris Johnson leading the race for, um, for PM. Don't care. Uh, Donald Trump not apologising to the exonerated five uh, for me known as the Central Park five don't care um there's not much going on Love Island um I watch it don't really care just watching your ad day just uh being awkward as hell I'm still still back in there because I support women, especially black women. I every time, all the time. So, yes. Don't what accent that was. Jeez, the energy. The energy of this podcast is unreal. I'm not even hungover. Just can't breathe out my fucking nose. Right. So I'm having to mouth breathe through the podcast. This, this is me breathing through my nose. Can you hear this? Let's be breathing out. <laughs> ah, it's good though. Right. Let's go, dear Deirdre. Fucking. Let's just go. Dear Deirdre, I love getting sex on tap with a plumber, but hate the fact he's about to be married. Okay. I'm having an affair with a man who already lives with a partner and is shortly to marry her. I hate the deceit, but it's like I'm an addict. Oh, our relationship is sex. Pure and simple. Occasionally, he's working in someone's home while they are away. So I go there. We have we have never been out for a drink or on a date. We just have sex. But but I feel wonderful when I'm with him. How did you meet him then? He must be your plumber, right? I am also married. Uh, my husband says he loves me. Uh, I to- I've told him I feel disconnected from him. Now I've been thinking of leaving. He says my problem is that my expectations in life are unreal. I'm 41 and he's 47. Ah, jeez, I die. It's a bad one if your expectations are unreal at 41. Maybe his expectations are too low. I don't know. Uh, but you shouldn't be bagging your plumber as, the, as a solution. I know that if he ever found out that I've been unfaithful, he would never forgive me. Uh, my husband still enjoys our sex life. That is rude. <laughs> Do you have a good sex life? Well, he thinks so. Um, he knows I don't feel the same way and that I try to avoid sex as much as possible. I have told him, so how can he have a good sex life? How can he enjoy it if you're avoiding sex? Unless that's the thrill of the cheese. For those guys gets birthday blowjobs. Fuck that. Anyway, um, I have told him I don't feel any intimacy, but he doesn't understand so long as his needs are met. He is okay. I know there will never be a proper relationship with my lover. I have no delusions about that, but I can't give him up. Can't give up the happy times I have with him. What I really want is a partner who is my friend as well as my lover. I want someone I can share everything with. 
I'm so torn to walk away from 80 year, years of marriage. This is an alarming idea. I've never lived alone. This situation drives me crazy. I can't give up what I have with my lover. It is as if I am at a crossroads. Whatever route I take is likely to be wrong. So you're either stayed in an unhappy marriage uh, and cheated while banging a plumber. You'll leave your unhappy marriage and be single and continue to bang the plumber. You could either stay in the unhappy marriage and stop banging the plumber or you stop banging the plumber and you leave the relationship. Oh, those are really your options. And, uh, I think you enjoy getting your back blown out your back door smashed in by the plumber. So you just continue doing that. Because you ain't going to get any happier. <laughs> oh, God, I can't breathe. Text trouble. My fiancé keeps messaging his ex, asking her if she's happy. I'm worried. Probably should be. Jesus Christ. My fiancé keeps messaging his ex, uh, asking her if she's happy. I'm worried. We're both 26. And we have a three-month-old daughter. I thought our family was good. Then I found he has been messaging his ex because she was having problems after she married a guy on the rebound from my fiancé. I thought he was just being kind, but now I have found out they message every day. He might have met her too. Yeah, that's just weird. Listen, you just go to him. Hey, uh, what the fuck? Stop meeting your ex and uh, what are you trying to get from it? Really? Sorry, you're doing it again. Really, what, what are you trying to get from messaging your ex if they're okay in their relationship? We all know what that means. It's code. The moment you hint it's not okay, my dick is coming out. So, no. Um, let's see what else we've got. Big oh no, my wife does a climax even though my erections are good and I last for half an hour. Okay. <laughs> my erections are good. God damn it. Really good. Got really good erections. Anyway, even though we make love ugh, for half an hour or more, my wife does a climax most times. We have sex. She probably likes it clitorally and not, you know. Penetration. There you go. That's probably what that is. And if she doesn't know that, then you're both dumb. Anyway, I feel guilty when I do and she doesn't. The other problem is is that it's almost always me who has to make take the first move to have sex. This makes me think maybe she does it just as a duty, although she does seem to enjoy it when we get going. Who doesn't? I, I have good erections and can last for half an hour. Uh, we have been married for eight years and have a small son and a daughter. Uh, I don't want to leave this problem for much longer. I am 34, my wife is 33. And I worry uh, we will be too old to change. Um, yeah, maybe she just doesn't get off by prolonged bagging. You know? Being hammered once isn't fun. Guess what? Being hammered for half an hour isn't going to be any more fun either. So um, how about you two discuss what she actually likes and how about she tells you what she likes? So, 
If she doesn't know what she likes, then that's weird. 30 odd year old woman, explore your body, innit? Work out what you like. Sex shouldn't be boring for any of the participants in the sex. You know? That's a bit weird. If you're in your relationship, half the people in it don't like sex <laughs> with the other half. Anyway, last one, because um, I'm actually really struggling to breathe. I didn't realise how, how much I was struggling. Orally wrong. I found a USB stick in the car and it shows my husband in an oral sex session. Now, question, is he giving or receiving? You don't care, but it makes a difference, right? There's one thing to see the sex tape of your partner being stimulated, but there's a, there's a whole new thing. Watching your partner just going down, chowing down on someone's box. Or, you know, your wife just have a mouthful of someone else's schlong. Oh, my God. Anyway. Dear Deirdre, by chance, I found a USB stick in the car when I was searching for my sunglasses. I was curious about it. So I took it indoors to see what was on it. So you was curious about it? Cool. But was it your USB stick? That's my first question. <laughs> you know, I was curious. Is it yours, though? Because that's a different level of curiosity. Because I know I don't own any USB sticks, right? Um, that are out and about to be found anywhere. So if if I found one, I'm like, ah, oh, is this mine? I'm curious. I'm like, it's not mine. I'm not looking at this. What if it's got a virus on it? It's got cyber AIDS. Letting, letting things go on your computer bareback. Ugh. Anyway, by chance, I found a USB memory stick in the car when I was searching for my sunglasses. The extra detail, search for your sunglasses, sounds like you wasn't. You know, someone gives too much detail in their stories. Like, why do you tell me that? Uh, anyway, to my horror, it turned out to be a video of a man and a woman having oral sex. Okay, give it. I need to know who's giving the Now, at first, I thought it was just porn. Then I realised the man was my husband. See that dreadful scene and then recognising the man made me feel sick. He has always refused to have oral sex with me. Stop talking ambiguously around it. Have oral... I know it's a mutual thing, but you give the receiving. I need to know. He said it was unnecessary for fulfilling sex life. I used to think we had good sex life. Even though we had been married for 17 years and I'm approaching 40, I'm too ashamed to tell anyone about this and it's really getting to me. I'm so angry I could hardly bring myself to talk to him. Okay. I reckon he's one of those guys who's got that, you know, that Madonna Hall complex where he loves, he loves getting his dick sucked. Okay. He loves it. But he also thinks it's disgusting. Who wants to put a dick in their mouth? Horrible. And he's thinking, you are my wife. My darling wife, the lady I've chosen to spend whole my life with. And uh, I would just look at you differently if you put my wiener in your mouth. Therefore, no, I don't want that. Of course I don't want that. We don't need that for a fulfilling sex life. But deep down, he knows what he likes. He knows what he needs. <laughs> Why do people settle down with people they're not comfortable doing the things they want with? That makes no sense. Sexually as well, like 
It's different if you've got some kind of arrangement where she's like, I don't suck dick. He's like, I love having my dick sucked. She's like, well, go get someone else to suck your dick. That's different. But she's like, I want to suck your dick, husband. He's like, nah, we don't, you don't need to do that. Hey, hey, don't, don't, where are you going with your head down there? Come here, come here. That's the mouthful. Not for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that seems to be what's happened here in this uh, dear Deirdre. So, but you got to confront him. You can't find a USB of him being sucked off and just be like, eh, I'll just see, if, sit on it and see if I do And if it's the other way around, oh, oh, so you're telling me that you said, hey, go down on me. He said, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm Jamaican. <laughs> and then you find a video of him in the car going down on some stranger. Oh my God. It can't be that. It can't be that way, because if it's that way around, you'd have stabbed it by now. You know what I mean? You you would have, yeah. Everything that's plugged into your computer, you'd have unplugged it and plugged it into him. You know what I mean? Put like printer cables up his ass, try and just jam a CD in his mouth, like, print this! Oh, anyway. Ah. Whoa, that one's too deep. I've got to read it. Jesus Christ. When I was a boy, or 15, uh, a man took me to his house to have sex with his wife. It happened several times. I did not feel... it. Did, I did not feel abusive as I enjoyed it. It made me feel very grown up. I imagine... Um, I have never told anyone about this. Now 20 years old, I'm worried if I could have fathered a child. They always insisted sex should be unprotected and that I should have full intercourse with the wife. Sometimes the husband also had sex with her. Once the arrangement ended, I had no way to contact them. I'd met him while walking my parents' dog in the park. He always took me to his house by car and I doubt if I could find it now. Sorry, I'm still on the pod. Just, uh, <laughs> just gobsmacked. That is a strange abuse there. And um, thinking about it, that is probably what's happened, didn't it? They probably did that to get her pregnant. You have a little boy do it. He's not going to chase up and ask for, for custody of the child. It's the perfect disgusting crime. Um, yeah. So, but what I'm going to say is, mate, uh, don't bother trying to find that kid. All right? Just don't. You, you got to find that kid and you, they're not going to be thankful. The kids are like, oh my God, I've been missing you, Dad. He's like, I thought this old creepy dude was my dad. He keeps inviting people around to bang my mum. I thought he was my dad. So, yeah, just don't get involved. Just live your life. You're older. Have kids. Take care of them. And, um, yeah, but if he's troubling you properly, go, go get some help. Uh, go get some help. Go talk to someone about that. But don't try to look for that kid. Just keep those people out of your life. There's, there's nothing good coming from that. Nothing at all. Uh, no. Just lock that up in a little box. Put that away. It's good to talk about your mental health. So talk about that. But uh, you don't have to revisit the trauma 
that's that is uh that's it oh my nostrils have opened up update oh dear right i feel that's it i think that's it right yeah I think that's... okay cool right anything else to discuss on this pod no i don't think so except for um go get your tickets for my show they are, the tickets are still selling which is good i want to sell more because i just don't want the stress of the final week or two leading up to the show and i'm just trying to concentrate on on just you know promoting the show shout out to esn guys um for plugging um the show in august essex boy and it is 14th to the 16th the dates you were reading were for the whole camden fringe festival it's a the fringe is the festival um so that's the date of the festival if you want to see other stuff at the fringe but you don't maybe you do but if you do see my show in it don't don't fucking let me down right so that's the end of the pod 25 minutes in um got other projects coming up another podcast project not just me a few other comedians and stuff hope to get that all up and running and launched and all that good stuff uh wish i brought my laptop home from work so i would have done some work on that but didn't think i'd be here today i thought i'd be somewhere else so um it is what it is man okay um that's it that's the end of the pod right to get tickets share spread the word all right this is pods just keep on spreading the word buy buy a ticket for yourself buy a ticket for someone else and then tell them to buy it to spread it okay it's gonna be a fucking excellent show and it's not just me as well i'll be announcing who's on the show soon as well again if i had my laptop i would have done all the posters for it and started started posting that out online but uh hey what are you gonna do what are you gonna do anyway that's it end of the pod cheers peace boy <laughs>